Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. The battle with Loxod came to an end. As the dust settled, the party were left with a dagger infused with an elephant spirit, a greatsword housing hundreds of damned souls, and a monstrous Cremora, corrupted and crustaceous. Invoking the power of Ursa, Nime commanded Loxod to speak to her through Lanny. Loxod, Ursa and I would like to talk to you. I think you owe us that much. Roll to channel the power of Ursa. Okay, so that's a six, but because it's my super cool, powerful capstone move, it does upgrade to a seven to nine. So first of all, what is your consequence? My consequence. Someone you didn't intend learns who you are? Noted. Uh-oh. You hold out the dagger and you scream at it. Um, and as you do, your features sort of shift for a moment. And instead of you, we see this great blue bear. And then you shift back but, and you're still holding the dagger. And the metal seems to shift in your hand. If there was, like, a little face on it. I feel like we're all been imagining that there's a little metal face on it. I mean, how else does it talk? <laughs> so the little metal face, like, the eyes kind of, like, roll around a little. Ooh. I'm Loxy. Oh, boy. Look, we need your help. You indicated that you knew how to change my friend back. I'm Loxy. Oh, God. Julian, how do you normally talk to Lenny? I don't. <laughs> Good point. Uh, do you remember at the cave? Yeah. Marcus was using a machine to funnel souls into Benny. Mm -hmm. And that was getting Benny to become Benedict for a couple seconds. Maybe it'll work the same way for Loxod if we feed him a bit. Maybe? Hmm. Uh, are we going to feed him souls? What souls would we feed him? I don't know. There's some in Benny right now. True. We can see if we can, like, two bits of wood and then you start a fire. Maybe that's how it works. I I guess it's worth a try. And I hold out the dagger towards Patsy. And we just do a creation of Adam style. Just, <laughs> well, just like, hit the swords together. <laughs> yeah. As you hold up Benedict, it just sort of says, Who are we? Why do we live? Well, fuck. There are so many ethical ramifications to this. Holy crap. I'm no longer comfortable with this. Oh, so we're not doing that? I don't think it'd work. Like, the moment's over, right? We remember so many lives, yet access none of them. Why? Oh boy. Um, this was a bad plan. <laughs> uh, and I hand Lenny back to Jolene. Th thank you. Uh, no, it's okay. It's fine. We need someone who can do magic. Like, like actual magic. Not the transformy stuff that I do. Like, like spell, arcane, magic. Okay, maybe we can't do anything right now. Let's just... Maybe take a break? That's probably a good idea. I sit Cremora down on a nicely, very conveniently fallen over tree, and look inside my bag, realize I don't have any poisons left, but do see the crazy-looking potions. 
in inverted commas, that I've been working on and possibly have made in a sleep-deprived state. Hmm, maybe this'll work. Can I use my special move? Uh, why don't you read that out for us? Hell yes! Jolene's special move is called Kinding with Killness. <laughs> <laughs> when you rest, you get one charge of each of the following potions. They can be consumed, injected, or thrown on a target to confer a benefit. I have a Mind Potion, which is a plus one forward to any Wisdom, Intelligence, or Charisma rolls. A Body Potion, which is a plus one forward to Strength, Dexterity, or Constitution rolls. And an Armor Potion, which allows plus two Armor forward. Oh, hell yes. I love this. And she picks up a Mind Potion and hands it to Cremora and says, I'm not entirely sure whether or not you can drink this, but why don't you try it? Cremora will take the potion and down it in one. You slurp that bad boy? Uh, what color is it? So it's blue, but the closer it is to the middle or like the deeper it is, it's yellow. So it's blue and it changes color to yellow. So you drink this bizarrely colored drink and you kind of feel what you imagine to be the opposite of brain freeze, mm-hmm. which is just like a smoothness over your mind. So yeah, you'll get plus one forward on your next brainy roll. Um, And yeah, I think just in general, over the next few hours, your brain is feeling a little bit a little bit nicer. You, you, that, that badness you felt earlier is a little bit uh, smoothed out, and you feel a bit more like Cremora again. Go to hug Jolene, pause, realizing, you know, everything, and then just nod rapidly. I give her a hesitant thumbs up and turn around. Cremora tries to do a thumbs up with her claws, but it's very strange. (laughs) Did anyone else have anything else to do this night? Sleep. Sleep. Hell yeah. I don't think Nim sleeps very much. Would you say you keep guard? Yeah, I think like Nim is going to have a really hard time sleeping just what with everything that went on and like trying to solve this and like just kind of keeping one eye on Cremora. So whether she falls asleep halfway through or watch, I guess we'll find out. Uh, Could you roll wisdom to keep guard? Uh, Seven. You try to keep watch, but you're also just watching Cremora. After her, her little drink, she gets to sleep okay, but it's very unnerving watching this giant sort of crab monster breathe in and out next to your friends. And it's also weird to not have Cremora here. The Cremora you're used to. Let's be fair, you, you kind of end up watching <laughs> Cremora more closely <laughs> than you're watching anything else. How out of character. <laughs> <laughs> but then at one point you turn back and it's almost like you just see a line of glitter in the darkness very close to your camp. <laughs> and it's gone as soon as it appears. It's almost like something had just dashed into your camp. I'm going to call out, hello? Nothing happens for a moment, and then a voice says, hello. Okay, um, we don't want any trouble. I hope not. Who are you? I think something steps over, like, probably over the top of one of your packs. It just steps up, and it's only maybe, like, 
20 centimeters tall and it's a small glowing cat with little wings, like little butterfly wings. Oh, I love them! Greetings. I'm one of the beings of this forest. And my name is... Snuff. Pre. Ma. De. Snuff. 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 I am Snuff. Primade. A great evil has lifted recently from my forest, but I fear another will take its place. Ah, uh, if you're referring to Luxod as the great evil, we are the ones who disposed of him. Are you sure? I saw you, Ursa, talking to him. So, okay. <laughs> so you do know who we are. Well, it's not exactly how I'd expect to see you travel. As a great spirit of the forest. Okay, I know Loxod was here. How much do you know about the world outside this forest? Oh, I know a great many things, the tiny cat says. (laughs) His butterfly wings flipping a little bit. (laughs) I do know about druids. I know a great many other things. Yes. In the time that has passed since Loxod took control of your forest, the great animal spirits have been placed, let's say placed, inside people. But Loxod was not inside a person. That's because he was stuck in this forest. But most of the other great animal spirits are now inside people. I am not Ursa, but she lives within me, and I've never been able to talk to her until I came to this place, and I don't think that I'll be able to again now that Luxard is gone and his weird distorted spirit shit is done. We're just passing through. We have Luxard, but we're taking him away. Very well, smaller form of Ursa. Little (laughs) Ursa. Ursula! (laughs) (laughs) If it is safe passage you seek through the forest, I can provide that. Follow me and I will lead you to the other side, and we will see each other no more. You're not a spellcaster, are you? Oh, I am a very, very powerful spellcaster indeed. You, You are? I mean, that was a shot in the dark, you're a cat with wings. Things are not always as they seem. I know, I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And uh, the cat starts shifting and turning and turns into a strange beast. I don't think you ever would have seen one in your time. It's large, it has four wide legs and thick hide and a horn out the top like that of a unicorn and big bird's wings sprouting off the sides of it. I am one of the fine rhinocorns. <laughs> oh, also it's purple. <laughs> Ancient beings of great power. And you've just been hiding in this forest this whole time? I have been protecting it. Doing what I can to keep it as safe as possible. Oh, wow. Speaking of safe, that's my friend over there. And I point at Cremora Lobster. Uh, yes, I, that did bring some hesitance upon me. 
the side of that. That's not what she looks like. Is she normally a small cat with wings? No, she's normally uh, an, an an elf. Can you turn her back into an elf? Hmm. I think he clumps slowly over to Cremora. Cremora, who is pretending to be asleep, and so heard all of that, will get to her feet at the approach of Snuffromalde. Sorry, I can't do it without the voice. <laughs> I tried so hard. Let me see what is inside. Open your mouth wide. Cremora does so hesitantly. Snuffromalde closes one eye and then the other eye turns into sort of like a light <laughs> and then sort of gets up on the hind legs and sort of looks <laughs> into Cremora's giant lobster mouth. Hmm. I see. <laughs> Indeed. I wish you could see the method acting happening <laughs> right now. <laughs> Have you ever tried being a rhinocorn that's used no! eye to be a doctor? No, I haven't. Okay, I need you to press your tongue down. Ah. Ah, yes, very good. Hmm, it is as I feared. It was Loxod that did this. Yep. Hmm, well, there is hope yet. Ah, there is a spell I know that can fix this. Mm. You can? When it was an issue of you simply leaving my forest, though, I was happy to have you gone, but if I am to do this for you, then you must provide some service to me. Yes, yes. Okay. I mean, I can I can do it. I don't want to speak for them. Actually, I should probably wake them up. Are you two really not awake right now? Nah. Nope. You're woken up by the horrible sound of heaving. It is like a giant cat coughing up a furball. <laughs> as Snuff Pramada goes <laughs> and spits out a rock onto the ground. <laughs> and this is what wakes you two up. Nim, what the hell did you do? <laughs> nothing. I, I, nothing. I didn't do anything. Uh, it was a cat with wings. It came into camp while I was keeping watch, and he says that he can help us get Kramara back to her regular form. Hold on, I'm still stuck on cat with wings. Yeah, it was a cat with wings, and it was hiding behind your backpack. And you thought it was a good idea to talk to it? I mean, lots of things talk here. I've never seen a cat with wings, and it was glowy and purple. And that makes it okay? <laughs> I don't know, I'm very tired. If I were to rate my health right now, it would be about 5 out of 22. Well, very well, you are the party that will be completing my task. If you want this Cremora to be Cremorala again, then you will render me this service. Oh yeah, he also said we'd have to do something for him. Um, so... As long as that's okay with you two. Nim. Yeah? We haven't left you alone yet. What makes you think we're going to do it now? We're with you, okay? We're going to help you. Nim's just going to hug Joy. Nah! What do we have to do? Take this stone of teleportation and bring it to a place near the center of this forest. That doesn't happen to be a giant tree with a portal in the middle of it, does it? No. Oh. I know the one. I don't like it. It has terrible reviews on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> it will guide you to a friend of mine who will have use of this teleportation stone. Ah, yes, this stone can take you anywhere you want, and that friend 
now wants to leave this forest. Ah, yes, you will know which way to go, for the stone will get hotter as you go the correct way, and colder as you go the wrong way. Okay. It may get very hot towards the end. Yeah, I was thinking, do you have like a like a baggie that you can... <laughs> <laughs> ah, but that is your great test. Alright, fine. <laughs> very well, your quest is set. Take this orb of instant teleportation to the correct place. Okay. And they begin shrinking back down into a cat. Holy shit, you are right. See, it's a cat! Did any of y'all see that? Because I just thought, like, there was half-lean pipeweed growing everywhere through this forest. Unfortunately. The stone feels pretty real, though. Now, I don't want to play Barry's advocate, but we need a way to get instantly somewhere. And we just got handed that. Yeah, why don't we just take this and use it? <laughs> you should see Sammy's face right Sammy now! Sammy didn't give that as a crisis of faith? I all thought that was entirely the reason why. Take this magic stone that can take you anywhere and promise not to use it. <laughs> but if we do that, Cremora cannot be herself. Okay, uh, what do we want to do? Cremora will very carefully take out her spell book with her claws and open it up to the page with fireball on it and twist it around and shove it forward. It's just like, if we don't transform, I can't do this. And if I can't do this, my effectiveness against death is limited. That is true. Cremora makes a good point. We can't cast spells. She can't cast spells, which means we collectively cannot cast spells unless she's herself. One thing you would think, though, is that there would be many spellcasters in places like Gizmodan that could help you. If we just ran off with the rock. Yeah, but we want to anger snuff Pramada. Mm. Wait, is the rock a one-time thing? I literally don't know. Can I spout lore about the rock? <laughs> you could discern realities about the rock. <laughs> I think would be more appropriate because I don't think you've heard of this. Yeah, I don't think I've heard so you could discern realities. Okay. Uh, nine. What here is not what it appears to be? Does the rock do anything it doesn't obviously do? Like teleport multiple times? I think you're turning the rock around, like you're you're looking it over and you're trying to work out anything you can about it. And you actually see that there's a deliberately sort of frail point to one side of it. And you realize you probably have to smash it to use it. <laughs> Damn it. I'm pretty sure that this is a one-use type thing. Damn it. Okay. Why don't we all sleep on it? And then we'll decide in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I think I made that really hard for everyone. If I just, like, piped my patsy mouth up, we probably would have just gone the easy route. No, I mean, it's a good point. It's a good point. Okay, I'm going to sleep. I'm very tired. Stay here. All right. I curl up next to Grimoire. And you wake up in the morning. You're not feeling quite like P. Diddy today, if I had to say. Oh, for breakfast, I'm going to say, so how about a vote? Who votes? We use the rock to go directly to the Black Gate. Raising our hands does not work in a remote. <laughs> <laughs> but I did not raise my hand. Did anyone raise their hand? Nope. No. Nope. Okay, to the middle of the forest. Let's go. Onwards. <laughs> I think we're going to have to do a perilous journey. Perilous journey. So pick your roles, everyone. 
I'll be the trailblazer. And it's that scene where the person, like, you know, hacks through the jungle with a machete, but instead of a machete, it's just Cromora chopping down things with her claws. Me or Patsy should scout just because we've been here before. I'll let you scout. I'll be bodyguard on point. You can hold the stone. I'll hold the stone. Then I don't mind being the quartermaster. So all roll and then say what role you were doing and what you got. Nim is going to scout and she got... Oh dear. That's a six. Oh, beans. Cremora will be blazing the trail, uh, less literally than usual. (laughs) And that's an eight. I was the quartermaster and I rolled a five. Jolene, Jolene, you're out in the woods trying to find things for everyone to eat that night. And you find a berry and it looks really tasty. It's like purple berry. You decide to try it before you bring it back for everyone else to eat. You're pretty sure you know what species it is. And as soon as it goes in your mouth, you go unconscious. Nime, you're scouting, waiting for Jolene to come back. And someone walks up to the party and it's Jolene. Hey, how's it going? I found some berries for us to eat. Awesome. What you gonna do with them? Why don't we just eat them? Oh. I don't like cooking. I like to just eat. Um, oh, oh, okay, you you first. These berries are nice and safe. And she eats a mouthful of them. See? Good to eat. Yum. Cool, um, I'll just go grab the others. And we can all eat together. Yes, good. I'm gonna go find out where Patsy and Cremora are. So you walk over to where they are. Does Jolene seem a bit weird to you? Did they get back already, or...? Uh, Yeah, she's just over there. She's really insisted about eating these berries, uh, raw. What else do you do with berries? Well, I mean, Jolene normally cooks things. But, like, who cooks berries? Like, boiled berries or flamed berries? You eat them raw. I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. But she said she hates cooking. Also, look how many berries she's eaten. I just look over to Jolene. These are good berries. And she eats another handful of berries. They must be some good fucking berries then. Cremora's narrowing her eyes such as she can. Hey, come over and eat these berries. I'm going over to the berries. I really wouldn't do that, Patsy. I just walk over. Here, have these. And she hands you uh, four berries. Oh, wow. That's a good amount of berries. Oh, wait. Benny, you want to eat berries? They have, like, the same letter of your name. What is our name? Well, your, your name's Benny. You want some berries? How do I eat? I once had many mouths, and now I have nothing but cold iron. Well, isn't this, like, part where you talk out? Isn't that like a mouth? <laughs> let, me, let me just slide one in there. Like, I just... Say ah. Say ah. Ah! You hear the wails of the damned scream. <laughs> and I'd try to feed a bear at Benny. Uh, yeah, I think you kind of squi- squish it on. Mm. We feel nothing. Nothing. Mm. I really wouldn't eat those. Why not, though? I don't know. I just have a bad fi- Jolene. Yes. What is your mother's name? Why would you ask me a thing like that? Uh, just out of curiosity. Why, you're being really mean when I brought you all these berries. Oh, no, no, it's... Patsy, aren't they nice? Aren't they nice berries? Eat one. They are good. Speaking of which, does Lenny want to eat? Lenny? 
Lenny's still in the forest. I pick whatever this is up by the throat and slam it into a tree. Roll strength, which you're actually really good at now. Not good enough, apparently. Um, that's a six. You swoop out with your claw, and this thing, it was Jolene, and now it seems to shift just into a shadow, and it sweeps right under your claw uh, and makes for the camp and leaps on top of the rock. <laughs> I run after it. Roll me some dexterity. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. I'm rolling so badly today. <sighs> I think all of us are. That's a four. It spins to the side holding this rock and you just slam down where it was. Oh no. Um, and it sort of goes slow motion as it hurls the rock straight at the ground. Possibly the only thing that it's done so far that makes you think it could be Jolene. (laughs) (laughs) I want to try and catch it with my mouth. (laughs) Dive underneath and just hop. Just to protect it. That's also Defy Danger Dexterity. (laughs) Come on, Patsy! Uh, 10 plus 1, that's an 11. Yes! Yes! Yes. Oh my god! You sweep under the rock just in time and catch it with your teeth. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) It's getting quite warm at this point because it has been quite a bit of travel. And I think the shadow just looks and then sort of starts running away. I'm gonna leap after it again! Yeah, I'm, I'm giving chase. Can you both do dex rolls for me? Motherfucker. Oh, that's a 10. That's a 7. So you run and you run and you run after it. And Nime, you manage to pounce on it. It's very slippery and very hard to keep a hold of because it is essentially just a shadow. Grimora, you like run behind her and you sort of reach it at the same time. What do you break? Because you're not expecting to be so large and powerful. As as Nim grabs it, just runs and slams into slams into Nim. I think that's probably uh, a D six damage. <laughs> yep, that's two damage. I take no damage. You take no damage. <laughs> Yay! You're holding the shadow, um, but you can't really keep it in your grasp. Like it's gonna get away if you have to hold it for too long. What are you doing? Where? Ugh. Where is Jolene? In the forest. I swear to God. Let me go and I'll take you to her. If I let you go, you have to take me to her. You remember the spirit that ruled over this forest before? I have one of them and bad things will happen if you don't. You have to let me go first. Why do I not believe you? I don't know. That's you, not me. (laughs) I'm going to very slowly loosen my grip. As soon as you loosen it just a little bit, it hops out of your grasp. Let's go to Jolene. You better. Okay, here we go. (laughs) And yeah, I think it's sort of uh, pacing along with you both. And it leads you into the forest. Free me from this orb. Jolene is there. (laughs) Passed out. Oh my god, Jolene! (laughs) I'm going to run over to Jolene. (laughs) You shouldn't eat strange berries in the forest. Okay, bye-bye, toodles. Okay, bye. And it's gone. Ugh, why do I feel terrible? <laughs> you ate a bad berry. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I, like, knocked the rest of them out of her hands. Wait, 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 I can use some as potion ingredients. Oh, oh ooh, true. Just don't eat them. 
don't know, like, prop her up if she's still really woozy. I just walk her back to camp. <laughs> so I think this whole exchange probably, like, sets you back. So I'm going to say that this journey was just going to be a day to get to this place, but this way it sort of counts as two days. But eventually, the orb is getting very, very warm. You have to sort of, like, pass it from person to person every so often because it's so warm. I try and find a big leaf so we can kind of cradle it. Yeah, you have to get a new leaf every so often because it sort of slowly burns through it. (laughs) But eventually, it leads you to sort of a place where there's a wall of vines encasing this area of the forest that no light is passing through. Does anyone else not feel good about the wall of vines, or have I just been in this place too long? No, I don't feel good. Maybe, maybe just wait here. Give me give me two seconds to make sure there's nothing weird going on, and I would like to turn to a wind elemental and kind of, like, sneaky sneak through the vines. Eleven. So you turn into a wind elemental and you slip through the other side. Um, it's very, very dark, and you hear sort of a low noise. Like a creature breathing in and out, a deep breath. I kind of blow the breath back to maybe make this thing move so I can see what it is a bit better. That tickles. Stuff vibrata? What? The lights turn on. <laughs> and in the center of the room is a, is a rhinocercorn. Are you fucking kidding me? Ah, oh, you have made it. Where are your friends? Did they die on your quest? No, they're outside. I know, I've been watching you. <laughs> so it was a test. <laughs> Have your goddamn stone. <laughs> and I, I, I walk out of the vines. <laughs> Look who it is. Behold, it is me. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, this was all a test. Uh-huh. And you have passed. Yay. Can I have my girlfriend back, please? <laughs> I had to test that you were pure of heart. Kimura, like, waves her, um, one of her claws around in like a, yes, yes, get to the point. And you resisted the temptation that I cleverly put before you. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The orb of teleportation. It would have just brought you here. Thank you for proving our, um, virtuosity. Yes, um, virtuositous you are! <laughs> We need to take that virtuosity somewhere else and save the world. I really need my wizard. So please. Very well. If you will not join me for the feast. The- no. The forest feast. We have a time limit. Well, it's only in a week. It's by all the older creatures to celebrate the rejuvenation of this place. I like pull Cremora forward. <laughs> wizard, now. Fine, fine. Ooh. It like tips its nose and its horn around in the air and sort of and then sort of flicks it towards Cremora, who's bathed in light, refracting in all colours. And Cremora, you feel something deep within and without yourself changing as you shrink back down. And as the light fades away, the wizard is back, baby. Oh, you have no idea how good that feels. Oh, f- <laughs> I just gave her a big hug. Yes, hello. I missed you. Hi. I mean, you were right here. So did I mean? No, no. I get. I get it. I get it. Um. Woo. Okay. We're good to go. Okay. Take with you this wisdom. 
be kind to others, but also be kind to oneself. And he nods. Uh, yes, not to be an ingrate, but you did say something about leading us out of the forest, uh, in addition to your transmutative services. Oh, yes. I shall do that now. Snuff Pramada leads in front of you. In another two days, uh, you reach the edge of the forest and you say your fond farewells to Snuff Pramada, who never gets any more uh, useful. (laughs) (laughs) But does know which berries to eat. No deep and meaningful conversation can be had because they're so annoying. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you all keep kind of trying to be like, so, Cremora, our love. And then it's like, oh, yes. (laughs) Love is a valuable virtue. But you make it to the edge of the forest. Very well. Go on with my blessing. Okay, thank you. Bye! (laughs) I know the previous spirit who ruled over that forest was just objectively bad and terrible and and morally corrupt and and literally corrupt, but I don't think I like the new leadership any better. (laughs) Well, maybe once it's all done and dusted... I don't know, we fucking kill him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's a bit extreme, but yes, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you go to Gizmodon. for listening shout out to our newest patron Amori you're in a 28 way tie for coolest supporter speaking of cool quest friends had Ursula and Scarlet on their sideshow Cookie Crew playing a dynamic duo of baked good bandits it's a riot find a link to that in the description till next time bye One billion years in the future. Girl Scout cookies have evolved from a cornerstone of American society to a cornerstone of Numenaren politics. But what does that mean, you ask? It means that in Quest Friends, the Cookie Crew, an all-woman actual play miniseries run using the Numenera system, a team of representatives of the Kingdom of Anquan undertake a diplomatic mission to negotiate the terms of a peace treaty with the only advantage they have, an assortment of futuristic off-brand Girl Scout cookies. Episodes and transcripts for the four-part miniseries starring Hanalor Dunn, Aerith Zindal, the Ignatius Igneous Artiste of Asteria, and the worst person you will ever meet, Madeline Jeffrey James, can be found at questfriendspodcast.com slash cookie crew. Snapovers are the worst, pirates are known for their involvement in the roller derby, and things are often on fire. Quest Friends, the cookie crew. We're good to go. Okay. Take with you this wisdom. Do not do drugs.